do you believe that certain room numbers, just by virtue of their number, are more popular than others? Yes, they are, and that's also very much culture dependent. So you would never you would never rent out a room with a triple four to to an Asian customer, for example. Hello and welcome back to Corvinus Business Intelligence. Today we will be continuing our discussion about the hospitality industry, both in Hungary and abroad, and Marriott's role in this industry. And today we're just thrilled to have back with us to address these topics, Arnie Klein, multi-property general manager of Marriott Hungary. We are delighted to be speaking to you today from the absolutely stunning presidential suite of the Budapest Marriott Hotel, where we are taping this broadcast. And for a little bit more background, this is the very same suite and the very same balcony from which Freddie Mercury of Queen sang a famous Hungarian folk song, Tavasi Sale, which, by the way, is available on YouTube, if you would like to see him singing that, which I have done on YouTube. Arnie, welcome back to our podcast. Thank you, My name is Theodore Boone. I'm a member of the faculty of Corvinus University School of Business in Hungary. My co-host for today's program is Gerge Guritsa, a student in our business school. As we begin today's episode, I would like to thank our two wonderful sponsors and distributors, the Budapest Business Journal and unilife.hu. Arnie, I'd like to start today by asking you a little bit to describe the relationship between Marriott Hungary, let's call it, and the rest of Marriott. So both, is there a, a group somewhere else that you're coordinating with directly and things like practical things like reservations, but also things like policies being implemented and then also how you coordinate with other Marriott uh, managed properties, whether they be in Istanbul or, or Sydney. Thanks, Ted. I think it will be another two-hour session now to, to describe a little bit the history where we come from. But in a, in a nutshell, uh, we started our business in 1927, where Mr. Marriott Sr. and his wife, Alice, uh, came from Salt Lake City to Washington, D.C. in order to open a nine-seat root beer stand. In 1957, they opened the first hotel and uh, we became this global giant of over 7,000 hotels now. The headquarter is still based in the US. Uh, we have a European headquarter in Frankfurt, Eschborn, as well as a London office. And since we merged before the pandemic with the Middle East and Africa, uh, another office is based in Dubai. And uh, we in Hungary report to the Eschborn office uh, close to Frankfurt. It's, it's interesting you mes mentioned the U.S. Um, I actually lived in Bethesda, Maryland, where the U.S. Uh, Marriott is, is headquarters. And I drove by it probably at least once, once a week. Uh, so I know it, I know it uh, well. Um, as, as, in addition to that amazing story about how uh, Marriott uh, started, started up in the Washington, D.C. area. Uh, Gerge, I know you have a lot of questions. Please go ahead. Okay, so what personal qualities are the most important when you are leading a hotel? Um, well, A, you need to bring the passion for the industry because it's um, specifically for hospitality, it's long working hours on 
on relatively low pay. Um, I have the luxury now to, to see my family a little bit more than maybe others in our organization. Uh, however, uh, it's still not a nine to five job. Um, in, in general, you need to be, a, I say it, you need to be a mindful listener. Um, the hotels are the same everywhere we go. Uh, it's, it's a Marriott branded hotel. We have a certain standards uh, in all the different brands that we have to fulfill. Um, but there is no cookie cutter system on how to operate it. So in order to be successful, you, you really need to be mindfully listen to your staff, see what, what motivates them, what engages them, what, uh, what, what brings them further and, uh, in order to ev uh, elevate the hotel experience for the guests. Okay, do you see yourself being the CEO of another company? I always said to my wife that um, when she was complaining about my work hours, I said I, I, I could have started in a bank too, but I'm not sure if I would be a good, uh, good banking CEO. Um, I, I'm happy with what I do. I, I don't envision myself to, to work somewhere else. And it's interesting. I think that that happens a lot with people. You, you find something you, you like and you feel comfortable with that industry and that work. And because of that, I think you actually do better at it as well. If, if you're not enjoying what you're doing with, when you're spending at least 10 hours a day uh, doing it, and I'm sure in your case it's much more because a hotel, of course, never closes, um, you really do have to enjoy that. So it makes a lot of sense. I think it makes a lot of sense for, for our students um, as well. Let me add, uh, there's always a question also on how, how we um, seek associate satisfaction uh, about work-life balance, and that's a very difficult to answer question. Uh, my work-life balance is that I'm able to go home around six on some evenings, have dinner with the kids and the family, and then I continue with my work, uh, which is which is also a very enjoyable moment. You know, we we just yesterday we uh, my wife was in the kitchen uh, preparing for the next day, and I sit with my laptop on my lap, basically answering a couple of emails. It's a uh, it's how you make the best out of it and it's there's also no cookie cutter system on work-life balance this is a wonderful question and i have to admit i i didn't think of it one of my colleagues on the uh, podcast team did um uh do you believe in superstitions or and do you, do you have a 13th floor in this uh, in this hotel, I know certainly some buildings, high-rise buildings I've been in the U.S. managed to skip the 13th floor on the elevator button uh, some somehow. Um, and uh, related question: uh, Do you believe that certain room numbers, just by virtue of their number, are more popular than others? Yes, they are, uh, and that's also very much culture dependent. So you would never you would never rent out a room with a triple four to to an Asian customer, for example. Mm -hmm. um, and yes, there's no third. Luckily, we don't have a thirteenth floor here. Right. Well, it it okay. ends with ten. Yeah. Um, however, I personally have a an evil eye in front of my door, um, and a lucky cat in my office. So yes, I, it's, to some extent, I believe in superstition. <laughs> Makes, makes sense. You know, you never know when it might not be good to have a lucky cat uh, around. So. Yes. Um, please go ahead, Gary. Do you have to travel a lot 
that are king at Marias? No. Luckily, I can spend uh, a lot of time here uh, on site um, because I believe that the staff also needs it and, and feels it when I'm when I'm not there. Some of them may say, "Luckily, he's gone for a week," mm -hmm. but I basically have uh, I only have a couple of trips, uh, a handful of trips maybe. Um, the longest ones are are two sales missions. One is in the U.S. because we are very much dependent on U.S. Uh, uh, group and MICE business um, and MICE stands for meetings, events, um, incentives and conventions um, and uh, one trip goes to India uh, where it is a also a sales trip uh, that is uh, a very important to us since we host many many uh, Indian groups in, in Budapest. And how do you, uh, it's kind of a related question uh, I'm sh you seem like very much like the type that always wants to continue to learn. That doesn't stop, I think, for for a lot of people at any moment in time or you know, year in their career. Um, how do you continue to learn? How do you sort of, in terms of knowledge, what's going on in the industry, things you might look at or experiment with here? Um, how, how do you how do you keep yourself fresh in in that regard? Well, A. Marriott is, is doing a wonderful job in terms of trainings in general. It, we went digital uh, many, many years ago, and um, now the rest of the core trainings are also delivered uh, electronically. Uh, we have a fantastic learning hub, um, and we work with Econel uh, for senior management in order to provide uh, two-week uh, training sessions, uh, whether it's a Finance 101 or a leadership training series strategical training series so that's that's one part that uh, I pencil in uh, periodically um, and uh, I receive a ton of newsletters now it's easy to to delete them in the morning out of your inbox because you want to make sure that your inbox is always empty uh, and then you still receive those newsletters but there are some great ones uh, internally we have a uh, our luxury brand team sends out a monthly read of what's what's going on in the luxury industry. And generally, luxury hotels do a fabulous job because they, they don't only look at the competition, they look at um, other industries. What what do the fashion stores do? How's the experience when I go into a Galerie Lafayette or a Louis Vuitton? Uh, what, what's new on the market? So they, um, they are interesting reads. Another related question in terms of actually how you uh, apportion your time. Um, I imagine I'm just speaking off the top of my head. So let's, categories might be um, personnel. Might be, another category might be marketing. Another category might be facilities. Um, obviously, you can tell me a lot more. Um, how would you divide up your, if you want to say, your day or your year in terms of the major categories? And what percentage of your time would you put in each category? Um, I would, well, A, I have a catch up with all my senior leaders. I have a catch up on a weekly basis to discuss the, the major projects and topics. Uh, so that's that takes a lot of my time already, whether it's uh, engineering related or finance related. I, in, in my role, uh, given the importance of this uh, property or the properties in Budapest, I would say it's. Um, Forty percent sales strategy, marketing related, um, 
30% uh, finance and then the rest is operations. Okay. You are a really successful man. What goals do you have in your life that you would like to still achieve? Um, I saw the question before and I, I actually thought about it and it's very difficult. I always wanted to become GM. Um, I had a, a, a job, you know, at German schools we have, uh, on in 11th grade, we have someone who's basically being your job tutor or they, they go to school and they say, you know, what, what would you like to do? What's your interest? So <clears throat> I did this and I said, I want to become GM. And I became GM when I was 29. And then all of a sudden I was sitting in my office, A, not knowing what to do because I was new to the role and it was very overwhelming. And then the second thought was, when I, well, what's next? So now I'm GM. Um, do I need to be GM until I retire? And the answer is no. Yes and no. I like what I do. Um, I, I love to grow. I know that Marriott has always been good to me and, and I grew with the company from a front desk agent to a GM. Um, usually if, if, if Marriott would see that there's more potential for any other role, um, whether it's more hotels or different brands uh, or above property, then I'm, I'm happy to move, move forward. Okay, it's a personal question. Can you tell us about the Matilde Palace? one of your newest properties in Hungary? Well, it's a, stu it's a stunning project. Um, the, the ownership required the project, I think, in 2017, and they, they built four, four and a half years on, on, this, on this stunning hotel. Um, it's under a franchise agreement, so I, I'm not able to tell you a lot about that because it doesn't fall under my arms, but uh, with the outsourcing of food and beverage, They've done a fabulous job uh, to, to get Wolfgang Puck and Spargo into the city. I uh, actually, I lived in the building next door to it for many years, so I looked out on it. But before I did gone through these fantastic renovations and now it's all lit up, but the structure was always um, really gorgeous. Um, well, unfortunately, we have run out of time for today. I would like to thank my co-host, Gerge Gyuritsa, a student at Corvinus University's School of Business. Well-phrased questions, Gerge, thank you very much. And I would like to thank you, Arne Klein, multi-property general manager of Marriott Hungary, for this fascinating discussion. We leave you today with these words of Benjamin Franklin, an investment in knowledge pays the best interest. <laughs>